Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the Tiny Stage Hour of Almost Famous 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England every Tuesday night. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. Now first things first, if you're a local musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, get in contact with me. You can find all the information on the Almost Famous page at 95.9 WATD.com. Follow us tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous radio and subscribe to our podcast too. do a search for almost famous w-a-t-d on your favorite podcast app or find us at almost famous so tonight we are being joined on the tiny stage by a guest we've been trying to get on the radio show here for just about 10 years and her name is megan hickman megan how you doing tonight I'm doing great how are you i am fantastic i am so glad we're finally able to make this work i know me too it's been too long So I should confess right now that this is being done remotely. You're in Nashville right now and um, just outside of Boston in Marshfield. So you are originally from Chicago. You're living in Nashville now, but your musical journey did pass you through Boston. So talk about your Boston connection. It did. It did. I was in Boston for five years. Absolutely love Boston. Miss it so much. I went to Berklee College of Music. So that's what took me out to the East Coast. And then, of course, as Boston does and the East Coast does, I fell in love with it. So much so I stayed an extra year after I graduated and worked locally on the South End at Sonic Bids and just kept kind of gigging around town and going to New York. And yeah, so that's what brought me to Boston. And I absolutely, like I said, I adore it. Every year I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back and visit. (laughs) Life takes you by and it doesn't happen. So after this COVID, my goal is to uh, definitely get back out. So you started off in Chicago. Take us through your early Chicago days in the music scene. For sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I started, as most kids do, obviously, singing and acting and dancing. So I did the whole musical theater thing until I was about like 12. And then I was like, wait, I love all of these artists, the Bonnie Raitts, the Carol Kings, all these different amazing artists that I grew up on. And it ran the gamut of how all the different styles I listened to with my folks. And then I was like, wait, I kind of started journaling, started writing, didn't really start writing heavily till college, but I was doing all of that during my high school years. I actually went to the Chicago Academy for the Arts, which is what really propelled me into the musician that I am today, learned all the music theory, everything that you really need to know, and started kind of composing and really doing pop and R&B and soul, all the music that I record and sing these days started then and from there it was like Berkeley just felt like the natural progression we're talking with Megan Hickman tonight here on WATD yeah let's do a live song and then we'll talk about Nashville what are we starting off the night with I'm gonna start with you go your way and this one is really special to me this came out in August actually on my birthday and this song I guess we'll play it first and I'll talk about it after (laughs) okay let's hear it we have Megan Hickman on the tiny stage 95.9 WATD it's all yours Get here. You are a part of me, so much that I can barely breathe, and yet we're still left to shine. You go your way, I don't go mine. Pretend like we can just rewind. We'll let the past just fade in time. Just fade in time. You go your way and I'll. 
Nice. Megan Hickman on the remote tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. She is talking to us in Nashville and playing in Nashville. We're back in the Boston area. And talk about how that song happened. That was incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So You Go Your Way was created out of ironically bringing us to that Nashville topic my move to Nashville. So my partner and I are still very much together, um, even though we have a long distance relationship. So when I came back from my initial Nashville trip, we'll call it like when I, the year before I moved, figuring out, like I think in 2018, figuring out, do I want it to be Nashville? Do I want it to be LA? At that point, it kind of narrowed it down to those two cities. And I just remember getting off the plane hopping in the car my partner picked me up from O'Hare airport and just the look on his face and knowing where my heart was after we had had a previous conversation before I came home about how I felt and he had just come back from his LA trip he went to Nam that year so this is like March 2018 and I just don't know if anyone's ever had that with a whether it's a family member or a partner or a sibling or whatever but you just both know what you're thinking at the same time and it breaks your heart because like literally I sat in the car and I was just like oh my gosh like you've already made your decision you're moving to LA and I've already made my decision that I need to be in Nashville and we're we have to do this like we just have to do this we can't force each other to move to a different city for the purpose of just being there for that person because you know we have dreams to and goals to achieve and we support each other with that so this song was birthed out of that feeling of like oh crap this is happening so uh yeah so you go your way was inspired it's kind of it sounds like a breakup song but what it is is you know it's actually a reflection of a relationship because if you spent so much time with someone as we have together you know you're not angry like a lot of people when you make a decision like that you're like why aren't you there for me or whatever that's not us we're just very much like this has to happen and so that the song is more of an upbeat reflection on a relationship that has occurred and that either ends or continues that's kind of up to the listener to interpret and you made it work which is even more amazing no thanks (laughs) appreciate it what is your earliest music memory oh that is so tough john (laughs) i think i mean i think it was probably when i was a kid honestly you know when i was a kid i was in the car singing with my dad we would be like belting out queen songs or whatever we'd be doing we'd be harmonizing and there was just something within me i think before i even knew that it was like original music you know that i wanted to pursue but either way i knew i had to sing i had a story to tell and i had to be on stage so i think the songwriting came after that because then once i researched where all these amazing songs came from later on in life that's kind of where like the second half of that spiritual oomph came from <laughs> so and, probably that. and when was it along that way that you realized that you don't want to do anything else other than this uh honestly it was college but then after i did that full-time job the year after college actually or after i graduated when i was still in boston i did a nine to five job and that was 
excruciating. Like it was an amazing experience. Don't get me wrong because like the people I met there were all young. We're all vibrant. We all had these goals and these dreams. But then I was sitting behind a computer for like eight hours a day. And I was like, what am I doing? Like what? Like while well, all my friends are gigging or touring and I'm like, that's what I want to be doing. Like, like I'm still don't get me wrong behind my computer quite a bit these days doing freelance, but you still have the ability to do your own thing. So yeah, the nine to five, I think actually was the kick in the butt that I needed to be like, this is the only thing that I want to do. And I think it is for some other people too. Like, I think you have to experience one side to know that you want to do the other thing, you know, because I dabbled a lot in music business, actually dual majored in music business because I love that side and I've worked in the industry side, whether it's radio promotion or event promotion or booking, whatever it was, you know, as an assistant or something like I was like, no, I that passion for actually writing and being on stage is was always it. So that's cool. That is the voice of Megan Hickman. She is joining us tonight on the tiny stage. Let's do another song. What are we listening to next? I'm going to play Obsession. And this is a song that came out this year as well, back in, I think, June. And I co-wrote this with Evan Klein and Thomas Pino here in Nashville. All right, let's hear it. Megan Hickman on the remote tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Can't stop meddling. My obsession, my obsession. Can't stop giving in to my obsession, my obsession. I'm acting so crazy right now. Cause somehow you figured me out. You know which way that I'll tell when I'm moving Know what to say when I'm wearing those shoes I'm acting so crazy right now Can't stop battling My obsession, my obsession Can't stop giving in to my obsession, my obsession Keep feeding me, keep feeding me Keep feeding me, my obsession Keep feeding me Keep fitting me, keep fitting me, keep fitting me my obsession I love you My obsession oh. I start to lose sense of myself Your touch is no good for my health Pushing me past every limit I know you're kissing my neck As I'm losing control It feels like I'm somebody else Somebody else Can't stop battling My obsession, my obsession Can't stop giving in To my obsession, my obsession Keep fitting me, keep fitting me Keep fitting me, my obsession Keep fitting me, keep fitting me Keep fitting me my obsession keep fitting me keep fitting me keep fitting me my obsession keep fitting me keep fitting me keep fitting me my obsession oh you keep fitting me my obsession you keep feeding me you keep feeding me you keep feeding keep feeding Keep feeding me, you keep feeding me, you keep feeding me. You keep on, you keep on, you keep on, you keep on feeding me. Can't stop battling my obsession, my obsession. Can't stop giving in to my obsession, my obsession. Keep feeding me, keep feeding me, keep feeding me, my obsession. Keep feeding me, keep feeding me. Megan Hickman on the tiny stage tonight, remotely in Nashville on 95.9 WATD. It's almost famous introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. My name is John Shea. Megan, talk about that song. What's Obsession about? Yeah. Oh, man. Obsession is my spicy pop dance song. That's the one I'm like, everyone let your hair down. Okay. <laughs> but that one was so much fun to write. It was one of the, I think the only song so far that I've like fully written 
in a co-write situation where I was super pumped for like, for, you know, to be, for it to be fully produced. I've had some great co-writes, but I feel like that one just, we gelled really well together. And again, if anyone didn't hear, I co-wrote that song and it was produced by Evan Klein. He's a great producer in town. And then Thomas Pino as well, um, who wrote with us on it. I came into, to Evan's place and we were, I was just like, okay guys, I've got these few different hooks. And you know, I gave them a couple different ones. It was like, I'm kind of feeling Dua Lipa these days. And like, you know, a couple different artists, Jess Glynn, I lo- love her from the UK. And so they had this kind of dancey kind of vibes in their brain already. And then I went to the keyboard and I was like, here's like the, and I kind of had the, my obsession, my, like I had that in my head. And I also had like just the outline of the rough chords. Cause it's really the same progression, the whole song. And then we just vibed off of it. And we, I think we maybe wrote the chorus first. Or I actually, I think I had the first verse, like, I'm acting so crazy right now, that part. I don't know what I had, but we just, like, we vibed off of it. And we just wrote it, and they got their guitars out, and Evan Evan had his beats going on the computer, and it was just so fun. It was very organic, and, um, yeah, it was great. Speaking of which, how do you think your writing has evolved since your early days performing music? Oh, my gosh, so much. It's actually been cyclical, if you can think of it that way. Like, I very much started lyrically based. I think a lot of writers do because you have all these stories to tell. But also, again, at Berkeley, like, I was surrounded by so many just incredible songwriters. Lyrically, I think you want that story to be told in such a fashion that almost the groove takes a backseat. But I'm a really soulful, funky, like, groovy-based writer slash singer. So what happened was, is, like, I feel like the lyrics... They were always in the forefront for me for the first couple years. And then by the time I got to my first full-length record, like, I just wanted people to dance. I wanted people to groove. I wanted guitar solos, horn solos. Like, I wanted it to just be a party. And not saying that the songs should lack lyrics, but I wanted it to be more of a celebration with the music, the actual sonic music. So... I started kind of down that route and of course like with Chicago playing live all the time just so much instrumentation and now like I want to say the last four or five years I've come back to be like I still have these stories to tell I don't want to just jam on a vamp or a solo you know I really want these stories to be told so I feel like I keep doing this circle you know this cycle of life which is like lyrics groove lyric groove and and then hopefully one day it will feel very natural I feel like I'm on that route but I want it I just want that to feel natural where you're getting just as much juice should we say in the melody aspect as well as you are lyrically and those are some of my favorite artists they're people that are like oh my gosh that lyric is incredible but but this melody is like you just you you can't get it out of your head you know so that is my ultimate goal I think with my writing what feels more natural co-writing or solo writing Oh, solo writing. (laughs) I'm still trying to get used to the co-writing thing. I I did it for like a straight six months when I first moved here because it's really like a networking thing. It's almost like grabbing a coffee (laughs) with people here. It can be great and it can also be a train wreck. And I've had it both ways. And it's hard because you're pretty much putting yourself flat on a table being like here's my heart and soul try not to squash it in half and tell me you hate my ideas <laughs> so but so you have to really kind of be with people that you love and that you trust and I'm actually still trying to find who those 10 people are or whatever so I think that like there's so much incredible writing that happens through co-writes but I am still on the route to finding that so so far my solo writing has been I think just the most natural because it's my therapy let's be real (laughs) so yeah i will let you know when that gel happens to that degree where i'm like yes it's just as good as solo writing (laughs) i love that that is megan hickman she is our guest tonight on the watd tiny stage we are up against our first break of this hour we have a lot more to chat about more songs to share as well so stick around And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England every Tuesday, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shea. Tonight, we are being joined remotely on the Tiny Stage by Megan Hickman. How you doing? I'm great. Thank you. You are sounding fantastic tonight. I'm loving this uh, remote setup. I kind of feel like Terry Gross. I'm talking through a microphone. I can't actually see you. I know. I know. But it's great. This has been really fun. It's been been fun to have this project to work on and, and play live, even though it's not live. <laughs> yeah. So so it, it, describe for us what's in front of you. What type of, of keyboard setup do you have? 
I have actually, this is going to be crazy. I still use till this day the first keyboard I have ever purchased that has literally probably been through almost all 50 states <laughs> that I'm recording on uh, tour wise. It is a Roland. Uh, I can't actually, uh, let me see here. What's the number? It's a Roland 300. Cool. SX, yeah. It's just very basic, but I use it for, yeah, all my recording setups because it's a full weighty keyboard. And so it's hard to travel with, which is why I now have the Nord 5D, which is what I obviously tour with and travel with. It's way smaller and lighter, but it doesn't give you those lower octaves naturally that I really love to record on. So, yeah. that's So is that Roland? Was that the keyboard I saw you with at the Hard Rock all those years ago? Oh, yeah. Yes, it was. Yes, (laughs) it was. It's like a full body bag. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. So for those who missed the first part of the night, give another introduction. Oh yeah. Hello everyone who's just joining us. Thank you for joining us. Um, My name is Megan Hickman. I am a pop soul singer songwriter and I have a lot of stuff online. So if you like it, please do check me out on all the music platforms. John is awesome. I'm so glad to be here. And yeah, I just played, um, yeah, I just played two new songs that came out this past year, You Go Your Way and Obsession. And they're both very fun. So I hope you check those out. But yeah, I'm originally from Chicago. I live in Nashville. I'm coming to you from Nashville. Yeah. I'm just so glad you're here. So stay tuned because there's lots of good music coming. Share with us your website and social media pages, if you would. Oh, perfect. Things I always forget to do. My website is MeganHickman.com. Now, my name is spelled like Reagan with an M. So M-E-A-G-A-N-H-I-C-K-M-A-N.com. And that's, you can find pretty much all of the socials on there. But quick Instagram handle is M-A-H music, mom music. And then everything else is very similar. But Megan Hickman music on Facebook. Twitter is Meg Hickman. I unfortunately never made my handles the same, but you can find me if you search my name on the interwebs. Google will take you everywhere. (laughs) So many people shut down during the last year and a half because of COVID. You took that Mm -hmm. time to be incredibly creative and you dropped a whole slew of singles. Talk about what's out there. Thank you. Yeah, I kind of just like I had these ideas. Some of them were partially recorded, some weren't. And I just kind of took what was there, built it up, and then finally got into the studio and recorded. I was very fortunate that a buddy of mine has a studio in his basement um, outside of Chicago. And I mean, I was there quite a bit. (laughs) I was there routinely. And then we kind of remotely did some of it most of 2020 and then all of the mixing. Those final steps that actually take a while for me. I don't know if other artists do that, but I I bet they do. But your ears get really tired sometimes, you know, from hearing your songs because you've literally birthed them through, (laughs) produced them through, finished them in the studio to then having to say, oh, yes, I like the keyboard here or I want my voice to be there. Like the actual mixing process takes me a while because I am a perfectionist. It's a problem. So I kind of took a lot of 2020 to like re-listen through everything and balance it in my head and take that time, you know, not just take a week, but take a month to sit on a song and be like, oh, I really think it's in a good place and it's ready to get mastered, you know? So 2020 was good for that as much as it was a train wreck of a year. (laughs) Yeah. I understand completely. Let's keep on going with the live songs. What are we listening to next? Uh, Next, we are listening to another song I released this year. I'm just going to keep them coming. Still Here was actually the first song I released in 2021. I was very apprehensive for this to be the first song to release this year because of the fact of the title, obviously. Just like, I'm still here. Like, hello, everyone. Like, how are we? Check in. (laughs) Like, like I was more apprehensive because it was, it's probably my moodier, slower song. And I think a lot of me usually, as people know my songs, I want to come out happy and perky slash like uplifting, you know, and this song is still uplifting. Don't get me wrong, but it comes from a very dark place. And I think we're all coming from that dark place, especially this year, you know, not knowing what the rest of the year was going to look like at that time period. And it's my rockier side, which I don't get to express too much. Like I still really heavily love rock music and so I really I really dove into that side of it so yeah that's still here and I just realized I should have probably explained this after the song but here it's we go. okay that's great yeah <laughs> this is uh, Megan Hickman playing her original keyboard rig on the remote tiny stage 95.9 WATD it's all yours Take it. 
Very nice. Megan Hickman live tonight on the remote tiny stage. She is coming to you from Nashville. I am just outside of Boston, but we are still making this work. My name is John Shea. This is Almost Famous. And again, Megan Hickman joining us tonight. Nashville is mostly, I think, known for country music, but it does have a really strong pop community, too. How did you fit into the pop community in Nashville? Good question. Still figuring that out. (laughs) That's kind of what got me here because I I, for the longest time I thought oh this is just a country city this is just country and that was very small-minded of me because it's not in it and it's been changing for a while but I feel like as of four years ago or even five years ago it just blew up with like so many pop artists that are here and especially now I mean everyone I hear is moving from LA or you know it continues to change but it was actually John that trip and I know you know Liz Longley I, I stayed with her she's a dear friend of mine and that was the trip where I stayed with her and she was telling me all these pop co-writes she was having. She's like, Meg, it's not just country. (laughs) She's like, you have to get this. And then that was that same trip where, you know, my partner picks me up and I'm like, 
I have to move to Nashville. <laughs> you know, that was that in 2018. That was when I actually kind of saw it happening and got in touch with some people. And, and kind of from there, from the get go, once I moved to Nashville, that was like my solar focus. So what um, advice would you give to an aspiring songwriter considering a move to Nashville as opposed to L.A. or New York City or someplace like that? I think what my advice would be is just dive in because every day there, I can't even keep on my numbers. Like there's like a crazy ratio, but the amount of people moving here every day is so huge. And so instead of being worried about like, oh, I'm going to get lost, you know, because I believe me, I feel that every day still just dive in because the community here is so supportive. You can literally get a gig tomorrow. There's so many rounds. That was mind boggling for me to realize. Like I thought, oh, I got to like really meet everybody before I can even get on a stage. And it's not true. There are rounds that are purposely focused for people that just get to Nashville. Like literally they only book people that moved here within a week or two. I can't say that for any other city, even Chicago. So definitely move here. Fantastic. Megan Hickman, that's her name. What are we listening to next? Next, we are listening to Together. Together is a a song I released a few years ago, but I feel like it's relevant as ever. And um, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Let's hear it. Megan Hickman on the remote tiny stage, 95.9 WATD, whenever you're ready. Have you ever Something so true And one day it lost you But found its way back Cause pain Is a patient waiting game That could lead to clarity Or become our identity Not today Together we can make it through this 
Megan Hickman on the Tiny Stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Nice job on that. Thank you. Thank you. Together is one of my favorites. It always holds a special place in my heart. It started as actually kind of a way to get me out of writer's block. Like the chorus is, you know, together we can get through this together. We can make this right. You know, finding a way out, which is funny because the song took on a whole new life. I actually released it right around the same year as the Me Too movement and just, you know, I'm a feminist myself, but it just took on a whole new meaning. You know, it already could mean a lot to a lot of people because it's a very uplifting, we can literally get through this, but now with COVID, right? Like it's another anthem for me. I'm like, it's okay. We will see better days and we can get through anything together. So this song, I just, I love because I think it's really universal, but it could also be like a love song to yourself, you know, in terms of like, you can get through this. But technically, the origin of that song was me writing the song to myself. <laughs> Back to songwriting for just a moment here. Sharing a deeply personal story in a song. How do you accomplish that? And is it difficult for you to do? Oh, yes, it's very difficult. However, I think sometimes the most powerful songs are the ones where you just let it all out, you know, because I think when you censor something to try and appease maybe the general public, like that is going to come across as not being authentic, you know? So I think just letting it out, you know, um, and seeing what happens, I guess, is, is the best way for it to come. And then you can edit it from there, you know? Like, oh, that line's maybe not the right way to say something or whatever, you know, like editing things from there. But for me, it just all comes out as word vomity as possible. <laughs> and then I scale it back from there. So I don't think I have a problem letting real feelings out. I think I have a problem releasing it, you know, and like feeling confident that it's the right thing to do or or someone will resonate with it. But I think anything that comes from a place of pure authenticity is commonly said as that word is. But like if it just comes from a place of realness, there should be someone on this planet Earth that connects with it, you know? Sharing a brand new song with a live audience. What's going through your head? Oh, man. It's either going to be freaking awesome or a train wreck. (laughs) (laughs) Like, typically for me, it's I have to be overprepared. But see, so now, see, sometimes even being overprepared is worse because then you just get even more anxious. Honestly, you just, like I said before, you just have to do it. You have to trust in your gut. Trust the fact that, like, this is a pure form of art that you're sharing. Um, but yeah, typically I'm either terrified or I'm super pumped. It's like there's no <laughs> in between. <laughs> That's amazing. That yeah. is Megan Hickman. We have two more songs left. So what is our second to last song going to be? Uh, second to last song is going to be Back to You. And these last two songs kind of have a theme. I tend to write from that pick yourself up kind of vibe, inspirational, you can do it kind of thing. And Back to You was written after Together. So they're not really related. But Back to You was, again, another time because I wrote it, I think, probably two years after Together. And I was in just a writer's block situation. But beyond that, I was more consumed by social media. You know, the comparisons that we do to ourselves. Ironically, this came out like I put it out during COVID which is so ironic during that like I literally it's the only time period where like we've all had to heavily rely on our online devices because it's the only way to connect right so little did I know I wrote this song but right before COVID of course put it out during COVID and it again took on a whole new meaning because all I could do was look at the world through this lens of my phone so back to you was about letting go of those comparisons, letting go of social media and just all of the noise that takes over our brains on a daily basis. You know, the verses kind of speak for itself, but um, yeah, well, let's hear it. enjoy it. Megan Hickman on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Is playing on repeat I wake up, change and brush my teeth Who cares? Who cares? I try to shift the ways I lead and sing I hardly find the words to speak Too scared Too dear Hey, oh, oh, oh Hey, oh, hey, oh, oh, oh Hey, oh, oh. They say that I gotta formulate the 
way that we communicate But I'm lost, feeling miles away I'm taking every opportunity To see a new face of positivity But who's out there? What's real? Who's walking down the same old streets? It's you It's you Always trying to find the light that once been bright inside of you But it's still you away your energy illusions through computer screens ignoring all the living things but heart to heart and hands to hold is what we've got to save our souls so i'm choosing hope and making peace yeah who's walking down the same old streets it's you it's you Still you Megan Hickman on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD, sounding fantastic. Nice job. Thank you. Thanks so much. Let's talk influences for a second here. I know you mentioned Bonnie Raitt earlier tonight. Who did you listen to growing up? Who are you listening to now? Oh, my gosh. So, so many things. So, I grew up on, if I'm being completely honest, my mother was a disco lady. So, I grew up on so much disco and a lot of Queen, a lot of ACDC, thanks to my dad. Kansas, I'm trying to think of some other bands. Mainly like classic rock on my dad's side. And then together we always listened to like Motown in the house and like James Taylor and Carole King, like a bunch of artists of that time. So that's what I grew up on. And I think it heavily influenced me because I very much loved the dancey melodic tones of disco no matter how people think it's cheesy i think it's well it's let's be real it's all back right now disco is totally taking a revival and then of course as i started getting into researching my own artists in high school i oh my gosh i fell in love with joss stone india re jill scott just like really my r&b soul just took off and neo soul i mean i love it all i know i listen to male artists but right now it's playing i mean john mayer was a huge influence on me he was the soundtrack to like probably my high school years 
And I think I actually mentioned this to you before, John, in a different conversation that like we had that old CD changer in the back of my mom's car. And because I went to the Chicago Academy for the Arts, I was always downtown and she worked downtown. So we would like carpool together instead of taking the train. And we never changed the CD changer because it was an old car and it would take too much effort. So it was like in the trunk. So it was always, it was John Mayer's Room for Squares, which I know this year just had his 20th anniversary. Woohoo! And then it was James Taylor. I think it was Carol King's Tapestry. And then I'm forgetting the other CD. But it was like, it was on rotation. So that was high school. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, once I got to college, I mean, Sarah Bareilles, her first record came out and it ruled, I think, the rest of my life. Like she she's just changed the whole trajectory of like how I see myself as an artist because she's always been authentic to herself and for me it was so important to see that because I I grew up in an era where it was very cookie cutter you know uh, all the artists that were coming out when I was a kid so yeah she's just incredible so Sarah Bareilles and then and then I really listened to I want to say like current artists in terms of like really releasing stuff like Maggie Rogers oh my gosh when her record came out what two years ago it was amazing Jess Glenn, I love UK, you know, R&B, soul, music, pop stuff. Uh, who else am I li- I mean, there's so much good music. It's just, it just, but it's on, it's on rotation. And uh, yeah, hopefully that gives people some idea. I love it. Megan Hickman is joining us tonight on the tiny stage remotely in Nashville. We are up against our final break of the night. We have time for one more song after the break. Does that work for you? Yeah, it works for me. Thank you. All right. We'll be back with more right after this on Almost Famous 95.9 WATD. Almost Famous with John Shea on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. My name is John Shea, and for just a little bit longer, we are being joined on the tiny stage by Megan Hickman. How you doing? I am great, thank you. This has been so fun. So introduce yourself one final time, if you would. Perfect. Uh, things that I forget. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It is Megan Hickman. No, and I sound like a radio announcer, just like you. You're so good at it, by the way. <laughs> Thank um, you. No, I am Megan Hickman, spelled like Reagan with an M. So in case, because my name is spelled a little different. So M-E-A-G-A-N is how you would search it. Uh, Hickman, H-I-C-K-M-A-N. And you can find me on all of the wonderful musical platforms that you listen to. I should be on all of them. Spelled just like that. Um, my Instagram is M-A-H music. You can follow me for all of the updates. I'm pretty active on that. You can even find me on TikTok these days, people. Um, and that's uh, slash Megan Hickman music as well as Facebook. And my website's MeganHickman.com. So if you just want all of the links, you can find them there. So thanks for listening. Fantastic. We have time for one more song before we have to wrap things up. What are we going up to the top of the hour with? Fabulous. I am going to finish with my most recent single. It came out in October this year and uh, has a really special meaning to me. So I really hope you enjoy it. And thanks again for listening. Before you play it, share with us how you wrote it. I'm not sure I understand. Oh, my Siri just went freaky. Sorry. (laughs) I wrote this one at the keyboard, really. It all just kind of all flowed out of me. I had this groove on the keyboard and then just the, yeah, the lyrics flowed. I had just talked to a friend, a dear friend of mine who was at a point in their life where they were just, they felt like their best years were behind them. And I think some of us deal with that or that like they'd miss the boat on following their dreams because they were either focused on their kids or their husband or wife, like their dreams became their family. Right. And that's fine. And that's fine. But they just felt lost. Like they couldn't start over. So I took that inspiration of that, like feeling defeat and I pretty much wrote it into the song saying that one day you're going to find that inner voice that tells you it's not done you have more in you you know you just you have to trust your gut and get through that dark period before you can get back to yourself so yeah incredible Megan Hickman thank you so much be safe and uh let's talk soon thank you you too thanks for having me all right one day for Megan Hickman on the tiny stage 95.9 WATD Yeah, 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 yeah
it's the end of the story You think that you had all the glory Might as well fade away Ain't know that it's a brand new day Your heart used to have an opinion Now it's stuck within a regular rhythm Living by what experts say You're telling you then it's time to change of endless status You got to decipher what matters Deciding should you step away Or dive head first and stake your claim So close you feel you got all the answers But in a moment everything could get shattered Gamble it once or twice So make that decision to live your life One day you're gonna find a way to see One day you're gonna find a way to breathe one day you're gonna find what you need One day you're gonna find a way to see For you, 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 for you For you, yeah, for you, 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 you But who cares how we compare, how I live or let go, cause I told you so, one day you're gonna find a way to say, one day you're gonna find a way to breathe, you gotta breathe, one day you're gonna find what you Sing for you. Oh, you're gonna fall.